Suck at Golf, and let me tell you why. I'm Avery Dovsek, the host of the Why You Suck at Golf podcast. Thanks for tuning back into another episode. I know it's been a minute, but today we have two really awesome guests. Miss Gabby Powell and Hannah Liner. They're golf media personalities, FIU alum, and they have a great story on how they got started with the sport, what they're currently doing, their future, and we're talking all things social media, all things relationships, a little chit-chat, get to know them. So tune in for an awesome episode. First off, welcome to the Why You Suck at Golf podcast. Thanks for coming on, guys. Thanks for having us. (laughs) Awesome. So I want to dive in first how you both got started with the sport of golf and look a little into that timeline. So Gabby, why don't you start? Um, So I actually grew up playing basketball and very competitively for about seven years, played freshman year high school and realized, you know what, this is not what I'm going to want to do in college. I'm over it. My body was tore up, so my mom actually suggested getting into golf because she heard a lot of women golf scholarships go unused every year, and my high school team was looking for girl golfers, so I was like, all right, why not give it a try? Go out to the range for the first time at 15 years old, actually got the ball in the air, and I was like, okay, maybe I can do this. Mm -hmm. So uh, after that, I kind of worked my ass off and then uh, got a scholarship to FIU, and then played uh all four years there at FIU and then now um just continuing the golf industry and moving forward (laughs) do you want me to continue going on with that or well we'll we'll stop there we'll give Hannah a chance remind me how both or how old are both of you 23 (laughs) yeah we're both 23 oh both 23 okay all right Hannah go for it so I started golfing when I was five years old. And at the time, like Gabby, I was doing something else. I was actually a competitive dancer. So I competed with dance for 12 years. And when I would play golf on the side on Sundays with my dad casually, and I was good at it, but I didn't love it. Um, when I turned 12, I started competing for golf. And that's when I started making friends and relationships and just it kind of went from there. My junior career was pretty successful. I played in the U.S. Amateur, North and South. Um, and then I went to college at FIU with Gabby and turned professionally short after. Um, I played in a couple of professional events, but as everyone knows how expensive it is, um, mm-hmm. just trying to, you know, build up my personnel and, kind of playing in pro-ams and charity events and kind of any opportunities that come in my way. Gotcha. Very cool. Yeah. For you guys who don't know, I kind of have a different background. I was actually forced into the sport kind of against my will. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I was too with my dad. <laughs> yeah. So I grew up a volleyball player and I was good at it, but we didn't save um, money for college. So what the Sorry, this lady is next. Oh my god, she got the shit out. Of me. Sorry, <laughs> I'm in like the slums of New York, by the way. Um, anywho, sorry. Uh, so we didn't save any money for college, so the only way that I was going to college was on scholarship. Um, so I definitely have a strong appreciation that, and especially for you, Gabby, starting at 15, really. Hus- my question for you was, when did you start getting competitive with the sport? Um, when I was 12 years old. So. I didn't 
like golf at all beforehand. I was a dancer and all I wanted to do was just dance and wear the cute costumes and outfits. And when my mom or when my dad made me start playing, I was in like Bermuda shorts and all, mm-hmm. as you guys know, golf clothes for women are like there back then there were nothing like it is now. So mm-hmm. I did not like that. It was, <laughs> it was not something I was into, but it was, you know, like giving advice to someone who's starting out as a golfer. I would say the first thing is to make friends and make a com- like build a community amongst, you know, your whatever city you're in or wherever you can just meet up with girls and play golf. Yeah, that's great advice. So currently all of us have a different, well, you guys have a kind of similar role, I think in social media, but maybe there's more that I don't know. Um, I consider myself not an influencer at all. Um, I'm definitely a journalist in the golf space. How would you guys consider your titles right now? Um, I would say, I am a advocator for women. Um, I'm a content creator, media personality. I wouldn't say really, I would say an influencer in the sense that maybe other people get ideas from my content. And, you know, we kind of build off of each other in that world. But I wouldn't say that that's all I do. Yeah, I can completely agree to that. It's like, you know, the word influencer just for a lot of people has different definitions. And I mean, I would say more of a content creator and more of expanding, you know, just the woman's side of golf that it could be different. Yeah, no, I love that. I hate when people use the term influencer. Um, right. It's <laughs> like, such I, a I negative connotation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that things okay just discount codes and paid promotions that's the only two correlations I get um but I think in such a male dominant sport um it is very quick to assume that every female golfer in the media space is an influencer um just because one like you said trying to get women to hop on board in the sport but also trying to sell certain products or things um to men and I think I I'm assuming the same just seeing your guys's content is you probably do believe in the products you stand behind if you are promoting products is that right. safe to assume of course yes, yeah. of course yeah I am definitely super picky with that <laughs> probably exactly. too picky. but I, um, you should be yeah uh do you guys make most of your income from social media no no <laughs> What do you guys do behind the scenes that maybe your followers don't realize? Behind the scenes, as of now, Hannah and I actually um, work for a marketing company and we manage a lot of influence campaigns in the golf space. Oh, that's awesome. So we're more brand related when we, or we work more with the brands and we find influencers that would want to promote their products and kind of what they're looking for. Do either of you have an agent? No. I would say we are our own agents. Yes. That's okay. Very cool. And that, you know, I do a lot of charity events for Backswing, and I know Hannah can speak on her side. She does a lot of charity events on the side, too. And, um, you know, just be out and having uh, networking, 
you know, networking. And late, phase. Yeah. Yeah. And lately I've also been doing a lot of um, commercial shoots and kind of getting into that side of the media world. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah. I have my first event with backswing. I think they think, I think that's awesome. Yeah. I'm excited. Okay. Let's go dive into relationships and social media. So we all have a male dominant audience. Gabby, you're very outward with your relationship and I appreciate that. What has some been uh, feedback you have received, negative or positive? To be honest, on the Instagram side of it, I don't really receive any negative feedback, which is, I would say, maybe out of the ordinary. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I mean, positive feedback, you know, just to people know that, you know, Adam and I have been together for a while, actually, um, about three years now. Actually, people may not even know that, but um, to see that, you know, we are together and it actually, I feel like brings more of my followers to want to support him on what he's doing on PGA tour. So I think that's a really cool aspect of it that people, it gives him more of a, uh, what's the word? Shoot. I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> no worries. Um, it gives him more of that uh, impact where people know who he is, I guess you can say. So people want to support more. I would say on the TikTok side of things, I think there's a <laughs> lot more uh, um, negative feedback as I've been starting to learn, even though I'm not very active on TikTok, I'm trying to more. Um, but I mean, in the TikTok aspect, you can't really, it's just so many people looking at it that you have no idea who they are at the end of the day that it doesn't you just laugh at the comments, the negative feedback. TikTok's a beast. Yeah, it's like, TikTok has no chill. <laughs> so many random accounts that, because I feel like more than Instagram, TikTok, you really like can hide your username. Or at least from my perspective, I feel like there's a lot of random usernames that have no correlation to an actual first and last name. So they just really have no chill, like you <laughs> <laughs> Gabby, what was your following like when you first relationship public were you hesitant did you have any fears um no I don't think I was hesitant about it you know like I've always kind of been in that aspect where I want to share more of my personal life although it's harder as you know more of the followers are you know golf specific mm-hmm. but I mean there was no really fears I mean that's just that's my life and if people don't like it then no well <laughs> Yeah, I love that. You either either join my personal life journey or you don't, you know, so uh, I wouldn't say there is any fear about that. Yeah, that's interesting. I've been told by colleagues to never post my relationships. See, I think it's a different aspect of my relationship because it does correlate to golf. And that is very true. Yeah, you do have big in the golf space so and a reputable name so that might help your side of the side of things (laughs) yeah so I think it's a little different in that aspect because I can correlate both golf related content with my personal life you know so I think it does make a difference yeah Hannah what about you I don't know maybe I'm missing something or I'm not stalking hard enough but I haven't really seen much of your relationship yeah, I don't really post my personal life at all on social media. Um, 
I have like my private accounts and stuff where I have like my really, really, really close friends. I have like 20 followers on there. Mm -hmm. And that's where I'll post, you know, my pictures and whatnot. Even like my dog, I don't really, I mean, I post her on my story, but I don't post, I keep everything on my page golf specific or on brand with the companies I'm working with. I just think it's, I don't know. I, I think there, a lot of people have a lot to say about so many things and there's a certain, you know, look that I'm going for with my social media and I don't really want to get off track or kind of steer my followers into a different direction, if that makes sense. No, completely. And that segues into my next question. You say a lot of people have stuff to say. What are common messages you receive from men? DMs? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) These are so fun to me. Like this. I know. (laughs) Should we go? Should I read through some of them right now? That would make my day. Oh, my God. There's just... Oh, geez. Let's look. Okay. <laughs> um. Now, okay. Well, here we just got, like, hey, how are you? You're beautiful. Hi. Yo. And then sometimes <laughs> a little picture that you don't want to fucking see. <laughs> I'm sorry. Was I not supposed to curse <laughs> No, you're totally fine. It adds, um, it adds character to the podcast. We love that. But no, like, okay, for instance, I posted a picture today on a bike. Someone goes, that's a lucky bike seat. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't understand how these people have, su- like, the balls to say these things to you, you know? Oh, yeah. And I'm sure if you walked next to them in any public event, you would not hear one peep. No. Oh, of course not. No, no one would go up to you in a in real life and say the things you read on here. I don't even want to read anymore. It's just gross. <laughs> I also think like this might just be me, but like I'm a taller individual. Like I'm almost six feet tall. I'm six and, feet. Yeah. Okay, so you can relate. Like I feel like nobody says anything to me in person because of that. Right, because they're threatened <laughs> or they're intimidated. <laughs> like you mouth off. I sit on you. You're not going to be breathing well. Honestly, though. Uh, what about no, you, No, that's Gabby? so funny that you mentioned that because I was literally looking at, um, I was putting my media kit together the other day. So I was looking at articles written about me and someone said, oh, like height, weight, like your bio. And I was like, I wonder what they're saying about me. Someone said I was 5'7". And I was like, that's cute. Not, I was 5'7 when I was like 10 years old. That was literally me. <laughs> I was a beanpole. So, like, I got really into the gym at, like, 16. I'm actually, like, training for a bodybuilding competition right now. And awesome. then suddenly, so I'd be... Cool. Yeah, it's super fun being low-calorie and doing tons of cardio. It's awesome. Um, Anywho, <laughs> just kidding. No, it is awesome. But um, it's so funny. Like, I literally went from, like, a beanpole. And maybe it also lined up with, like, puberty. But then I wasn't so bean-polish. <laughs> what about you Gabby what are some messages you've received oh goodness I mean I would say just about the same crap I don't think there's any anything that you could possibly imagine is probably there you know it's like 
I posted my sunburn the other day. Someone random goes, oh, my baby got sunburn. I can take care of you. And I'm like, what is that? You don't even know me? (laughs) My favorites are the ones that are like, why do you ask my country club? Like, let me just go hop on a plane to go meet a 55-year-old stranger. Yeah, literally. (laughs) (laughs) It's the fact that these men think they, like, no, but they, they think that they have a chance with us. And it's like the dream of it. So it's like, if I were to post a picture of my boyfriend, their dreams would be crushed. <laughs> it, no, and that's exactly the point that I was trying to make is, I think my following may be high 80% males. And I have yeah. a small following compared to you guys, obviously. But still, that whole keeping people guessing, um, I think is what, draws them in and like we see exactly. one of the bigger figures on the golf space Paige Spiernak I mean you never saw about her marriage exactly ever and, no and props to her honestly because I've spoken to her about it and she's always wanted to keep you know her life private in that sense because again so many people have so much crap to say about the way the who who it is like the relationship they know nothing about so if there's some if you're gonna have a good relationship it's just better in the sense for me to keep it away from you know all of this well and I can't even imagine being her because yes you have the creepy men whatever but there's a lot of mean women out there who are just jealous and will comment I mean, I have not received any of that, but I know other figures in spaces who really get hate from other women. Um, like, you know, you can't show this because that's putting a negative light on the sport, right. blah, blah, blah. And it's crazy. People find anything to say. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, you have to have thick skin, definitely, in this in this um, career. I mean, even yeah. in the world today, you have to have thick skin. I mean... I was just at the range yesterday, and one of the guys that was working at North Palm, I'm going to put this on blast, I've never had someone be so rude in my entire life. And I was like, and I, at the end of it, I'm just like, man, I feel sorry for that guy because he must be pretty miserable in his life to be like that towards somebody. Yeah, Something that they don't even know, you know, like strangers are so quick to change, switch up on you. Yeah, I posted a video few months ago now um and like I play awful in college events it's like my specialty like I should get literally paid to play like shit at college events and then the next day shoot under par anywho (laughs) so naturally like I just don't have fun in college events my thing and so I posted a video completely joking like obviously the podcast is why you suck at golf like I was saying like four footers aren't gimmies um like small little sayings. And I had a golf professional, a teacher in the PGA, comment on my photos, oh, she shoots low 80s. Like, why does she even have any business telling people how to play golf? All this what? horrific wow. stuff. And so I went onto his profile and I've never said anything or received any hate. This was the first time. And I, call, and I messaged him privately and I said, very respectfully, I said, for someone trying to promote the game, you have a lot of gall to knock a girl who's trying her best down. And yeah. I have never received such paragraphs of like um, apologies from this guy. And he was like, he's, he literally said word for word, I am becoming the person I absolutely hate. Wow. That's, <laughs> that's embarrassing. 
Yeah, I was like, you calling yourself a golf professional and you are going to trash golfers who are trying to get better at the sport? <laughs> like, do you think I practice that much to want to shoot low 80s, my guy? <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible. Yeah. Um, okay, let's let's keep this rolling. A little different segue. What do you think the pros and cons to social media and the golf world are? Like I'm talking community, highlight reels. Um, how do you view yourself in the sport comparing others, comparing yourself to others? Either one of you. Um, I'll go. I think definitely a pro is, you know, the connections you make, the opportunities that come to you. I mean, when I first started out, me and Gabby actually started out together and doing this whole Instagram thing. And I remember we went out for a photo shoot and we just blew up. Like our photos went like just started getting reposted and all this stuff. We had like a thousand, 2000 followers at the time. And um, the opportunities that just kept coming and opened the door and with those opportunities opened other doors and you meet people at these events and it just grows. And it's just a positive thing in my opinion I think um the con you have to deal with is not listening to the haters I mean just building that thick skin that we were just talking about you definitely have to have the mentality of not letting things get to you and stay true to yourself and being authentic I mean it's definitely easier said than done but at the end of the day you just have to keep moving forward and be you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would definitely agree to the pros of I think it's more of the community and the networking part of the side of golf, just the opportunities that come your way. And I think, you know, a huge part of life is about networking. And we are so fortunate to be able to have social media as a channel to be able to network. And, you know, it's not really about what you know, it's about who you know, at the end of the day. And that's the quote I really go by and meeting these people that can help in certain avenues of your life or even teach you or be mentors to you is super important because, you know, we're all in it together, you know, not one person's alone. At exactly. the end of the day. And, you know, the con part of it, again, yeah, it's to block out the haters, but also, you know, the one thing I always think about when I am doing social media or post social media, it's like, you know, when you post something or you're you're doing social media, it's like these people or your followers, they think they know you just from what you post on social media, which is almost sad because they don't truly know who you are until they meet you or they have an experience with you like in person. Right. It's Mm -hmm. like you portray on social media, such a small portion of your life. And it's like, that's not really who you are, but these people think that's who you are. So that's why it's so crazy. And it's so important to kind of just portray such a positive message to people or, you know, just because it's like, oh, one single thing. Oh, that's what you, that's who you are. No, it's not. It's like people judge a book by its cover, but that's not how it should be. And that's the, that's the con. People Mm -hmm. don't really know. Yeah. Do you ever, it's it's really hard to like. It's hard to, you know, open up on social media about different things because you don't want to be too political or Or like not even specifically about politics, but even political and golf. Like you don't want to state the wrong opinion and then get half of the people to hate you or, you know, talk too much or do Mm -hmm. this, do that. So you're really just 
it, it like Gabby said, it's just a, such a small part of your life that you're showing on social media and that people see on social media. And then when they meet you, they're like, wow, there's so much more to you. And I'm like, yeah, I'm a person. <laughs> like, I'm just yeah. posting what I want people to see. And that's at the end of the day, you know, a lot of people on social media don't obviously post the worst parts of their life. They're just posting what you want people to see, the good parts. And yeah. It's kind of hard when I say, like before, to be authentic, it's kind of hard to balance that. No, I trust me, I agree. And like I mentioned the bodybuilding thing earlier, I follow so many competitors. And I don't know if you've ever seen somebody who's stage lean, but it's very unhealthy and it throws your blood work for a whirl. So I constantly scroll and see that on my account it's definitely probably different than your feeds maybe it isn't but comparing yourself to that alone too is crazy because you see something that's only healthy for a week and you're constantly like comparing yourself and it's not even a negative comparison it's just it really is everyone's best foot forward and I want to shout out Roger Steele I don't know if you guys follow him yeah I think he's so funny (laughs) he is like I feel like I know him and I've had him on the podcast but he on social media I think he does one of the best jobs in portraying his life yeah (laughs) he's awesome okay wrapping up I have one last question um Gabby we'll start with you and then Hannah you can finish this off but why do you think people suck at golf (laughs) (laughs) well I mean in the most literal way, I think just because golf has so many aspects to the to the game, it's not like you have to be good at one certain thing in the game. You have to be good at maybe four or five or ten. You know, mm-hmm. you got to know how to hit a driver. You got to know how to hit all the irons in your bag. You got to know how to hit a chip shot. You got to know how to putt. I mean, there's just so many different aspects of having to be very good at to be able to be good at golf in general. <laughs> I agree. So... I- Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. (laughs) Um, That and, you know, it's not only about, you know, physical, it's about mental. So Mm -hmm. a lot of people don't realize the mental side of golf. And that's another really hard part of it. And a lot of people don't see that from even, you know, a lot of professional players about the mental portion of it. And there's just so many aspects behind golf that that's why people suck, (laughs) I guess. Yeah, you can have a beautiful swing, but nothing like a nice mental case three putt. (laughs) (laughs) All too familiar. Uh, Okay, Hannah, what about you? I think people suck at golf because golf is the sport that will always leave you working at something. There's always something to improve on. There's always something to get better at. You will never be perfect. Even these pros, shank shots, missed putts, everything, all of the above. But knowing that and you know the pressure it is even like pros have a hacker to suck like it's everyone is going through the same thing everyone hates golf days everyone loves golf sometimes but I think everyone always has something to improve on so it's like you can never just master the sport and that's why we all love it we're addicted to it because Mm -hmm. of that reason because we'll double bogey every single hole and then birdie the 18th hole and then we're like oh but I finished great (laughs) so it's like I like this I can come back and play another another 18 yeah I think there's a quote it's like I love golf 
I hate golf. I can't wait to play tomorrow. <laughs> exactly. Um, well, thank you two so much for coming on the podcast. It was so fun getting to know you guys a little bit better and get to know your personalities better, even though we've been following each other for quite a bit of time now. Yes. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Avery. Thanks for having us, Avery. It was a great talk. And uh, yeah, hopefully we can be on soon again. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully I can be in Florida and not freeze my butt off. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Talk to you later. All right. Bye. Bye. They are so incredibly awesome. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Why You Suck at Golf podcast. If you liked it, please give us a good rating. Feel free to follow me on social media at Avery underscore Dovsek. That's A-V-E-R-E-E underscore D-O-V-S-E-K. Thanks for tuning into the podcast, and we'll see you on the next one. Oh, oh, oh.